the Curiosity Peddler. Traveling the post-apocalyptic wasteland with a unique collection of ordinary objects, each one steeped in mystery. Join him now to hear another tale from the Curiosity Peddler. Get yourself to safety. Well met, friend. Life out here in the wastelands isn't very safe. Not with marauders out looking for every scrap of food or bit of cloth. Some say when they run out of food, they start looking for anything else they can eat. <laughs> well, I can only imagine the sorts of food they might find. Not since the sickness took most of the animals. Some have whispered the word cannibalism. Proof? You mean aside from the villages that just seem to disappear and the families that go missing? Sure, I've seen proof. There's a place the marauders call the compost pile. A pit of gnawed human bones, broken skulls, and empty promises. You'd be surprised at what I've seen and the places I've been while looking for trinkets to add to my collection. That's what I do, friend. I collect curiosities, relics from the old days, back before the marauders and the roving gangs, back before the walled villages and their long, silent winter nights. Well, in those days, the old ones listened to music, songs, so beautiful they could make your heart sing. Sure, I've got an example somewhere back here. Here's an old record album. The sound is stored in these grooves. To listen, you place a needle on the groove, and the vibrations it creates make a sound. This is an old blues album, a style of music popular long ago that spoke to the broken, to the downtrodden and the Forsaken, but this is a very special record. Here, go ahead and hold it. You notice that? Sure, it is broken, 
There's a good reason to sit down a spell, friend, and let me tell you the story of this record I call Weep and Moan. This record looks warped. Hmm. Hmm. The grooves look dirty. Hope it doesn't wreck my needle. Huh, sounds normal this time. There it is. Something's not right. Ah, it's the speakers. I'll take a look. I bet it's a wire crossed in the speakers. No, nothing wrong there. I guess I'll try it again. There it is again. This doesn't make any sense. What the hell is going on? Hi, Simone. Man, I could hear the music down on the sidewalk. It was that loud? Why do you think I'm telling you about it? Oh. Good thing Mrs. Gale has gone to see her daughter, or she'd be in the super's office complaining about you again. Ah, Marvin doesn't care. I'm not so sure. I won't be surprised if he tries to get the lot of us thrown out. Hey, I got us some Chinese. Sweet and sour for you, General Sows for me. Is that the new record? Yeah, <laughs> what a buy, too. From that online auction? Usually you get burned. Yeah, I do, but not this time, though. Mm. The label was, uh, was plain, no writing, but the description online said it was Memphis Mini Hoodoo Mama. Mm. But that was when the levy breaks. Whoa. Carter, is that the rare version? <laughs> yep. Minnie and Joe McCoy cut six versions. Only three were released. 
three were destroyed, or so we were led to believe. Here, use a napkin, you barbarian. <laughs> Thanks. You know I usually use my shirt sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> so, did Bluesbeat Magazine pay you for that article on Freddie King you wrote? Uh, still waiting on it. Uh, it takes a while. I I've got three articles in the next issue. Maybe they paid for the two they printed a couple months ago. Good thing someone's paying you. You really need to get out of this apartment and look for a real job. Uh, you bring this up every time you come over, Simone. Carter, at some point you'll have to leave this dump and live your life again. I can't. It, not since... since Eve and, and the accident. It's been a year. Just drop it. At least get help. Eve would want you to move on with your life. I said drop it, Simone. At least spend the settlement money on more than just renting the bills. I did. I bought this stereo. That's all I need. That and my records. Ah, there goes my phone again. Maybe it's Bill and Alice checking on you. Maybe. Even Alice were as close as sisters can be. They care about you, Carter. I know. Bill offered me a job in his office. I can't even imagine you selling insurance. Are you going to answer it? I don't know who it is. and They never leave a message. Hey, hey, put my phone down. Hello? Carter Blessing? Uh, uh, no, I just happened to answer his phone. Hold on. I don't want to talk to them. Too late. Talk to the man. Uh, hello? Mr. Blessing? Yes? The same Carter Blessing that recently purchased a 78 RPM from an online auction titled When the Levee Breaks by Memphis Minnie and Kansas Joe McCoy. How did you know that? Hey, who the hell are you, buddy? My name is Jackson Temple. I buy hard-to-find vinyl records. I've heard of you. You buy the rarest records and pay very well. No one could have known what I purchased except Jeff, who runs online auctions. I am... A friend of Jeff's. He told me what you purchased and gave me your number. All right, Mr. Temple. Well, be that as it may, the record arrived with, with no label on it. Plus, the description of the online auction was wrong. I didn't know that the record would turn out to be when the levy breaks. Of course you did not. It was misrepresented on purpose for me to buy my former assistant, missed the auction, and you were able to purchase the record at a very good price. So what do you want? I want to make you an offer. Uh, what kind of offer? I'd rather not discuss it over the phone, Mr. Blessing. Perhaps tonight we can meet for a drink. N no, no, that's not possible. Tomorrow night, then? Mr. Blessing, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to own that record. Money is no object. All right. You'll have to come to my place. 32 Gravestone Road, apartment 12. What? Yes. I know where you live, and I know that you never leave your apartment. Tomorrow night, then, Mr. Blessing. That was weird. Hey, Carter. Yeah? There's a strange guy outside the apartment complex talking to himself. Is that the same weirdo that was begging for money last week? Let me take a look. Huh. I can't tell. He's, he's got his back turned and, 
He's walking away now. This place is really getting weird. Yeah, weird. Look, I've got a couple errands to run. Want to come with? Well, what do you think, Simone? Just checking. I'll see you later, Carter. Take care and keep that volume down. You don't want to annoy all of us neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Now where was I? Ah, right. People, it's it's 3 a.m. This this place gets crazier and crazier every day. Now, now what's going on out there? Looking through this people is like looking in a periscope in the fog. Cops? Three of them. And one of them has got old Mrs. Sand by the arm. Please, ma'am. Officer Niles will take care of you. One of you knuckleheads left the door open so that poor lady could see the crime scene. Good grief. That's old man Thompson's apartment. It looks like bloody handprints on the door. Ha-ha. Hello? Hello? Go away. Look, I know you're in there. I heard you talking. I'd like to talk to you about what happened tonight. Hello? Good. He's leaving. Something's not right. That cop's voice sounded familiar. I'll take another look. No, no, I don't recognize him. Just just another cop. Well, that's weird. He just snapped his fingers at those other officers and walked away. Oh, they don't look so well. They, they look dazed. That big guy just puked all over the other cop. This is nuts. What the hell is going on? Hi, Jeff. Uh, thanks for calling. Hey, Carter. Uh, sorry I'm calling so late. You left a message about a bidder on that Memphis Mini record. Yeah. Do you know him? I- I've heard of him. Jackson Temple. A collector like yourself. He's got a lot of money in his pocket. Did anyone in your office give him my phone number and address? What? Come on, Carter, we're friends. You know that wouldn't happen. No one knew that album was mislabeled except me. I figured you deserved a surprise. A surprise? Hell yeah, it was a surprise. I've been getting all kinds of surprises since that record got here. Oh yeah? Good surprises, I hope. Not exactly. One of my neighbors was killed last night. Killed? Maybe I should have told you about that record before I sent it. Told me what? Well, the last few owners of that record have died in mysterious circumstances. Suicide, according to the cops. Some say otherwise. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for sending me a cursed 78. Yeah, I admit, it it sounds far-fetched, but death seems to follow that record. Last year... Two people slit their own throats, one in Oakland 
one in New York. Six months ago, a couple in Miami were found drained of their blood. All of them were collectors like yourself, who had recently purchased the rare version of When the Levee Breaks. Drained of blood? Like, like a vampire? Are you crazy, Jeff? You do know the story of that recording, don't you, Carter? No, I guess you don't. In 1927, after the floods in Mississippi, they found a dozen bodies, all drained of their blood. Some say the song has a secret, that a monster was trapped by some kind of ancient voodoo spell and placed into the recording. Hey man, that isn't funny. It's no joke. It's the real history of that recording, that alternate take. Anyways, that story has always been enough to keep me from playing that record. That's why I included a note in the package I sent you. Note? Yeah, the note telling you not to play the record under any circumstances. You didn't play it, did you? Uh, uh, no. No, no, anyway, it, it looks too warped to play. Good. <laughs> it said that if you play the record, you'll hear weeping and moaning. <laughs> spooky, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. S spooky. How, how many records were pressed? Oh, not many. Less than a hundred before a record company exec had it stopped and threw them, uh, and himself, into the Mississippi. Jeff? Hello? Jeff? What the hell? Hello, Carter. I've been trying to get a hold of you. Simone? But the door was locked. But you never answer your phone calls. Why are you acting so weird? Simone, are you drunk? I found someone at the tavern I want you to meet, Carter. Do you mind if we come in? I guess so, sure. Wait, wait we? Carter Blessing, I would like to introduce you to... Jackson Temple. I am so very glad you decided to see me, Mr. Blessing. Temple, wait. You look like the cop from the other night. Yes, that was me. You see, I am quite experienced at blending in and making suggestions. Suggestions? Yes. Take your friend here. Simone, what what have you done to her? Her eyes, they they look blank. I just encouraged her to accompany me to your home. But I am <laughs> nearly done with her now. <gasps> What, ha what happened? Where am I? Carter? What's going on? Last thing I remember, I was at the pub talking to someone. Temple! Carter, Jackson Temple is looking for you. He wants to... Simone! Carter! Simone! Oh my God! God will not help you now, Mr. Blessing. You slit her throat with your fingernails. Yes. It is one of my many gifts. The ability to, to cut to the chase. <laughs> you, you waved your hand and that couch moved. Ah, I'm pinned. I can't move. <laughs> no, you cannot. Can you, Mr. Blessing? Tell me, did you enjoy the record? You're the one. 
You're the monster that's been killing people. When you listen to the song, did you enjoy the sounds of all my previous victims? Why? Why murder for a record? <laughs> a record? No. For substance, for nourishment, but not the record. The record is my home, Mr. Blessing, and my curse. This is the final one, the last piece of my forsaken soul. I was there when this song was recorded. <laughs> they called me forth and placed my soul into the master recording. Stay back! It does you no good to run, Mr. Blessing. Let, let me go! You cannot escape. I will crush your neck, then feed from you. I have to reach that record. Struggle all you want, Mr. Blessing. <laughs> Keep kicking and swinging. It reminds me of traveling the Mississippi on a steamer as a boy. Of the men I saw hanging from a tree. Death has always fascinated me. <laughs> and frightened me. And that is the last record I need in my collection. Then I become whole in body, and I will live forever. That slowed him down. Uh, what, what happened? Now, for the record, you will never defeat me. The last of its print run, huh? No, no, stop, stop. Now no one will have it. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Simone. I didn't want to see you end up like this. But you were right about one thing. It's time to move on. Old Jackson Temple couldn't run from death forever, could he? You don't care to handle that record any longer? I don't blame you. After all, sometimes I think I can hear those voices in the wind. What about you? Well, friend, it sounds like the villagers and the marauders have finished with their little skirmish. It's time for me and my old horse to take this wagon down the road. I've found that every time a battle like this occurs, it's not long before the preservers come to town, looking for signs of life or death or anything they might want to put into their museum. Keep safe, friend. Perhaps we'll meet again to share shelter and a story. Until then, y'all! The Curiosity Peddler Weep and Moan was produced in the studio of WDRT Viroqua, Wisconsin, 91.9 FM, with the voice talents of Eddie Nix, Margot Hipwell, 
Jake Stevens, Josh Peters, and Carl Schlecht. Live sound effects by Josh Peters and engineered by Rusty James. Thanks to Kevin McLeod of Incomputech.com for the recorded music. Weep and Moan was written by Mark Slade. Subscribe to Old Hills Podcast at oldhillsaudiotheater.podbean.com or subscribe to the podcast in iTunes.